In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance. We are Melody Carlisle, Jenny Nordback, and Katie Robert, and we're here to celebrate romance that turns it up to 11. I hope everyone has been enjoying their trips into the shadow market. This week, RM Virtues joins Jenny and I to recap The Demon's Bargain by the Katie Robert. Here we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's time for the Demon's Bargain. And we have RM Virtues here to recap it with us. That's right. Holy shit. Dream team, dream book. I cannot. Oh my gosh. The fastest I've ever read a book, truly. I mean, (laughs) seriously, truly though. So, okay, we're doing a crazy thing and I'm in love with it. I love the fact that we get to spend like six weeks talking about the Peculiar Taste book. It's the best. RM, is there a reason that you wanted to read this one in particular? I mean, I texted him and said, hey, come do Katie's book. Oh, that's (laughs) right. Okay. But I mean, if you would have asked me which one of the six do you want to do, I still would have said Katie's. Like, it's kids. (laughs) I mean, and fair. Exactly. I mean, I'm yeah. here basically because of her. Like, I've talked about it before when I first came back into romance. My first romance book that kind of taught me you can do whatever you want to do was Desperate Measures. Um, oh. I really love that book. Um, uh. I read it whenever I'm in a slump. So, being in the slump that I was recently, and getting yeah. to read another Robert book. Quickest book I read. I was up oh. till 6 a.m. twice. It's just, it. she knows what she's doing. Like, she knows what oh, she's doing. Yeah. Very yeah. simple. Truly. Her um, craft is, like, insane. 
I mean, I like, it's nuts that I get to talk to her all the time and work with her and stuff because I, I read her work then. And I'm just like, Holy fuck. Yeah. This person is my friend. That's insane. <gasps> okay. Yes, but it's that's just so wild. Like, like, so yes. refined. Her, like at any length that she writes so many different lengths yep. and like this length, just like the sense yeah. of timing and the beats and the, oh. the pacing and getting the characterization in there with just like, yes. these, it just, yeah. Yes. That's the first thing that I wanted to say really was like, if Katie were here, cause I had planned my whole script and I was just like, Katie, what <laughs> the fuck? Because it's like, you got it right into it. And the chemistry immediately there, like you, even it's though crackling. you know what's going to happen, you don't know what's going to happen. And it works. Like this whole chemistry that she puts together in like several pages is just, yeah. I'm sitting here like, I freak out when I'm writing because I'm like, I this is too fast. Like I can't, I can't pace that way. And she just does it. And it's done. She finds a way to start with like none of the extra shit and no right. and like today i'm playing the role of the person who has not read the book that's right <laughs> opening of this book just like she goes right to it like it is oh my god I don't in front of me but it is like such a good way to open seriously it tells you exactly who she is yeah like you still got all of it like you still got the first meeting you still got them you know these talks that they had to have at the beginning you still had enough time to put all like the consent and the, yeah. the important conversations in like how the shifting Tell of power dynamics. I know. How did she do it? Well, well, right. let's talk about it. Yeah. So where do we start? All right. Yeah. So le- the, the thing I love the most is that the, the book starts out and uh, the heroines, the very first line is, I can't believe it's come to this because the heroine is in deep shit Her name is Lenora. She is a witch. Her magic is based on an old relationship one of her ancestors had with a celestial being of some sort, which like Mm. (laughs) would take that prequel, Katie, you know, just (laughs) just saying that out loud. I also would like the prequel of her great grandmother. She seemed like the most fun lady I've ever heard of. I know. I love how Katie can not only like leave a side like no side character left behind we're all like i need that one and that one but it's now just like a random mention is like oh yeah but, but i want you to write the book mm-hmm. please <laughs> well, great grandmother was having some fun she was having a good time because yeah because Lornora has her great grandmother's grimoire and the reason she knows about this particular bargaining demon is because her great grandma was basically like, dear diary, Ramanu is hot AF and I would like to fuck them. I need to summon them as much as possible. And so her great grandmother summoned them like three times, right? <laughs> and never managed to like lock it down. <laughs> to the point where they were terrified of her. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Ramanu was like, that was a terrifying human being. That was incredible. So I'm like, yes, absolutely. Would love to meet her, please. I want to see you. who she succeeded with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> who is her equal? I know. Yes, because if you think about it, like, she would have to be, because Lenora is not, not scary, right? Oh, like, my God. She has a terror all her own. So if you were terrified of her great-grandmother, I need to know why. I need to absolutely understand. yeah absolutely because Lenora is basically made of knives 
Like yes. she has a squishy, squishy center, but it is protected by a force field of sharp objects and it's gorgeous. So the reason she's summoning Ramanu is because she has lost an amulet that has been passed down in her family since that celestial rendezvous happened. And that is the source of their family's power, or at least that's what they think. Nobody else knows that. They just think that it's like a super like big protection trinket situation. Mm. But she's like, no, seriously, though, like we won't have any magic left. And I can't let my dad's down like that. I can't do it. They like they already they already are are really nice about the fact that I'm a tiny bit disappointing to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, honey, Lenora. I love her so much. <laughs> so she is willing to do whatever it takes to get it back. Yeah, she has to do whatever it takes. And that Anything. includes taking a dagger and pulling it down her forearm and letting her blood into this like runic circle that then starts shimmering and fucking horns come out of the shimmering ground, okay? And my favorite, God, Katie, how dare you? My favorite in this scene is that, like, if I were writing this, I would be like, and then a, a red body appeared in front of me through some mist or something, and Katie's like, fuck that. The ground is shimmering, it's like liquidy looking, and Ramanu rises up, and then they have to, like, climb out of the hell hole that has opened up in her basement. Like they literally put their hands down and like have to bring their feet up onto the, the terra firma. And it's just like, I don't know, the picture that evokes is so good. Oh. Yes, and it's two sets of horns. Like they have horns and then they have horns coming out of their eyes. Yeah. Um, God, I remember Katie describing this to me for the first time and I was like, wait, but, and it, it took me like five attempts to finally be like, oh, there are no eyes. I know. Auras. That is so hot. Yeah, and I was very lucky because the day I had, well, when I started a little bit after I started reading, the cover came out. Whereas yes. before the cover oh. came out, I was just picturing two big ass racks of antlers. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the eyes, which absolutely. was like, that's fine for me. You know what I mean? But yeah it was really an amazing picture like the character yeah. description was beautiful and it was really fun working with the artists when we were commissioning all of the art for peculiar taste because we had to keep being like no 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 like eye socket equal horns and then finally once the first artist nailed it we were we're just like, this is basically what it looks like <laughs> to the yeah. rest of them. Like, do what you want with it, but like, this is the anatomical situation. <laughs> it was so fun. Okay, so Ramanu comes out and they're standing in like the, the basement and their horns, their top horns are like scratching the ceiling. Ugh. And they're sort of like looking around the basement, obviously like casing the joint, figuring out what's going on. But Lenora is like, I mean, they don't have eyeballs though, you know? So I don't super know what they're perceiving, but it's obvious that they are perceiving mm. things. And it turns out that Katie fucking Robert has decided to play with auras and color in a way that I just want to slap her silly for, like in the nicest, most 
most most worshipful way (laughs) how dare you it's like honestly and i know that by the time this comes out katie and i will have talked about this but it's it's similar to the feeling i had jenny in the death god sacrifice when when you started playing with smells Mm. and the snakes tasting the air around the people that Steno encounters like I wait oh no I'm I'm gonna be playing the role of the person who had yeah I was about to say but you haven't read it (laughs) (laughs) no it's seriously that episode is already out so it's fine now you've read it you read it It is now I've pulled back the curtain everyone look (laughs) at Oz (laughs) okay and my favorite thing about Ramanu is that it's not like they see Lenora and they see past the knives to her squishy center. No, no, no. Ramanu is absolutely enchanted by the knives. Yeah. They love how mad she is. They love like just everything about the way that she is handling the obviously desperate situation that she's in, you know? Yeah. Okay. So basically, She's like, I know I brought you here because you're a bargainer demon, but I'm actually never going to bargain with you. And Ramanu's like, uh, that's, that's interesting. Cause that's like sort of why anybody brings me around. But basically she explains that she needs this amulet back. And we find out that bargainer demons have like, like a, I don't know, like an emotion network that they keep mm. an eye on. And so Ramanu's like, if she hadn't called me, I would have approached her like next week. Like she, the desperation is just oozing off of her. (sighs) Okay. So I don't know. It's, it's so sexy from the beginning. How did she do this? RM? Like she establishes their attraction to each other immediately and reciprocally and Lenora hates it. And Ramanu's just like, I am here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think, well, really, they're both hot separately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that definitely helps. And it's just that thing, which one of my favorite things, obviously, and Katie does it so well, is it's like the heroine being, I'm not here for this. This is not what I'm here for. I'm here for literally anything else but falling in love with you. And Ramanu is especially like, "Mm, interesting. Well, let me just put a a bookmark in that. And we're going to just keep going. And I'm going to show you you're wrong. Like, it's Uh just always like this uh, prove you wrong thing. Yeah. And yes, in the beginning, it's a game to them too. Like they don't, they're not taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, They think it's just like, it's, I mean, it's a bargain to win. So this is a game. It always starts off as a game. Mm. Um, And it turns out that this isn't a fucking game every time. And that's what I love so much about uh, Katie's work all the time is it always starts off like that in the books that I've read. And it never ends up like that. (laughs) So it's always like, oh, we're not getting emotions involved. No Uh, way. Yeah, exactly. Emotions involved. Um, But yeah, so they basically put a pin in it because they don't make a bargain. Lenora is really like, you're the ace up my sleeve, if you will. Um, But I'm not going to use you if I don't have to. Right. And they're uh, going on a quest. She's unaware. 
Yes, they're going on. They a quest. are. Quest, and quest. Ramanu is so cute because they're like, I have tried to time it for like the entire time I've been alive, but I've never been able to go to the shadow market. No. God damn it. Yeah. Right. Never, like, yeah, never so many other go. bargainer demons manage it. And so they're like, listen, you don't have to make a bargain with me, but I can definitely just like hang around for, you know, the duration of the shadow market. I'll just like go with you. And finally she's like, She's like, all right, demon, you can follow me, but like, I'm not making a bargain with you. You're just, you're just my escape plan. All right. Robin was like, fine. <laughs> yeah, but they were super excited. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I would go. What the hell? Like, hell yeah. oh, okay. I'm still going to go to the amusement park. Like, you know what I mean? I, Absolutely. Let's, let's do that. It's so, it was funny because, okay, so they're leaving the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, too, as as this is happening, Lenora's kind of having a flashback of her ex, which was also really touching to have this whole side thing happening over here yeah. about her ex and her ex's kids. And, like, she misses them but understands why they're not together. And that kind of goes into the first step into uh, Lenora kind of thinking maybe long-term relationships aren't for me. Right. Maybe I'm not just cut out for uh, that kind of relationship. Her ex does have a new uh, girlfriend, I believe, mm-hmm. or wife. Are they married yeah. yet? Yeah, somebody that they're definitely like long-term with. Yeah. And we we get little snippets into Lenora's yes. mind like this quite a bit, especially for the, the yes. amount of words that this novella is. Like, she's so, so, so fleshed out. So basically she finds out that Ramanu sees auras and all that kind of thing. And one of the reasons is because they did get into like a small fight in the basement. Lenora attacks Ramanu and they end up like crowding her against a wall and like towering over her. And, um, and they're basically like, that was really hot. And she's like, (laughs) I attacked you. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, that's basically foreplay i do like a little pain with my pleasure so you know just bookmark that for no reason at all (laughs) same with how you're not gonna bargain with me it's totally fine (laughs) so just some notes yeah yeah so uh at one point one of my favorite things is she's like what can you see or sense or whatever and they say i could see your lust earlier little witch so thick i could taste it on my tongue my skin heats but i refuse to look away emotions aren't intention no they easily agree but they're the first seed of action okay i know so they go so she finds out that the nearest portal into the shadow market is via like a fun little human haunted house (laughs) that does feature later on in the series and the door person is very clearly like checking out ramanu and everything they have to offer and Lenora hates it. She's <laughs> like, this is, fuck this. Nobody else gets to look at this demon. No, this demon isn't mine. It's fine. And so they go through the haunted house and they go into the shadow market. And this is one of the times where it's so cool, the way that she plays with how Ramanu perceives things. Because 
they are following Lenora because she's basically like bright red with determination and rage and like just nerf. Mm. But then they start getting all of these different colors and like the miasma of emotions that's it, like that she's sort of blending into. And they have to like completely block all of that out and just focus on basically that ass walking away. <laughs> and it's delightful. <laughs> Yeah, because it was right. Like they walked in, and it was so overwhelming for them. Yeah, and yeah, with, yeah, and that was like, yeah, super cool. To, like you walk out, and then there's so much color. It would be like, yeah, getting hit in the face in like the perfume department or something. Absolutely, yeah. that's a great way to put it. But the fact that they are able to single her out and then follow. Mm-hmm. The, fantastic yeah, yeah. Um, but i did like when they were going through the haunted house and somebody would jump out to scare them and lord nor would just be like back the fuck off yeah get away from me <laughs> silly human God. Yeah, so they were like oh well geez lady i was just doing my job or whatever yeah. like why are you walking. here if you don't want to haunted house with us i don't understand <laughs> uh, but i mean at least you knew what she was there for right like she had a mission she took care of the mission. So that's that's the important thing. Absolutely. It was still a good time. <laughs> so now we get to see a little bit of Ramanu's jealousy because she runs into her ex, Jack. And Jack's kind of adorable because they're like, oh, look, you have a horny friend there. That's funny. Like, <laughs> what's going on with the demon behind you? Looks like they want to fuck you real good. And... And she's like, hello, Ramanu, Jack, Jack, Ramanu. This is my ex. This is a friend, like, blah, blah, blah. And Jack, like, at one point, like, oh, yeah, we're friends. As in, we used to fuck seven ways to Sunday. And now, like, <laughs> I I care about her as much as anyone else that I love in the world. And, like, I'm the best cursor in this hemisphere. And I will fuck you up, demon, if you hurt her. And it's so cute. Protective ex is exponentially better than jealous eggs yes absolutely and we get a taste of both mm. in this book which is very fun yeah yes yeah so jack is like i'm definitely team go for plan i'll see you later at the place where the plan's happening and uh, bye and so she walks away to like go to the inn and they stop ramanu and they're like, I was serious about the curse thing, but mm -hmm. you do give me the impression that you don't actually want to hurt her. So like, I'll let you exist for now, but watch yourself basically. <laughs> and it's so cute. So then they go to this inn where she has a hotel room because thank you, Katie. Thank you for giving us some privacy in this giant overwhelming marketplace of magic and mysticism and wonder. And they go in and there's like this creepy ass witch who is fantastic. <laughs> this witch is just like, oh, hey, like, aren't you glad that you brought a guest to this room? I didn't see two people on the on the booking, but woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. OK, so what happens when they're up in the hotel room? She's stressed the fuck out. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, she's talking about how, uh, so Kristoff is the ex that, the jealous ex, not the good ex. Um, right. He's also the one. The jealous that, pilfering ex. Yes. Oh, mother. no. 
but he was the one that basically betrayed her trust. They slept together. She woke up without her amulet. And now he's parading around the shadow market with the amulet around his neck. That uh, and telling everyone that she gave it to Brian, him. That, oh. and she's so in love with him that she just handed it over. Um, and that means luckily nobody knows. Right. Exactly. Which is what we all made. That was the decision we all made in the in the in room. And there she's kind of going over the plan. So their first plan, they kind of have plan A through X, luckily. Well, it's really yeah. A through B. But we'll it is, yeah. It's, it's A through A. Prepared. And then like we'll read yeah, if A doesn't work. <laughs> no. If A doesn't work, we'll come up with something else that might. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're going over it and she's stressed. And she really doesn't know what to do with that stress. So and she's looking she decides, at the contract. Right. Because yes. Ramanu is like, Ramanu is like, it's seven years, but it's seven years of pleasure. Like if you want the, the contract is you give me seven years of service and you live in the demon realm, but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like consent is still the law of the land wherever I live. And no one can hurt you. Yeah, nothing's going to hurt you. Like a month tops in the human world. So you'll come yeah. back and look the same. Like nothing really changes for you mm. on the top side, you know. This was one of my favorite things that Katie decided on. Because one of her, one of Lenora's big things is like, I'm not giving up seven years of my fucking life. I'm not just going to disappear and have my family and friends wonder where I am for seven whole years. That's torture. Fair. And yeah, and Raman is like, oh no, time works differently where I am. Mm. Like, it's going to be like two, three weeks, maybe a month. But meanwhile, we, seven years of pleasure. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're going to have seven years of orgasms if you want, should you choose, yeah. if you ask nicely, really. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh yeah, you think you can give me seven years of pleasure fucking prove it why you think i'm gonna yeah. sign a contract without a trial run she says that's it lenora make them oh. prove it exactly because she's right how are you just yeah. gonna take somebody's word on it come on absolutely yeah. and ramanu has a big boss down in demon realm that they've been trying to impress for a really long time and they're like bosses stickler for rules but I don't care. This witch wants a trial run. Like I'll give her a trial run. But also their boss has a human all their own. Oh yeah. That they are mm. also uh, wrapped around the finger of. Mm -hmm. So uh, Ramanu is very much like, you know what? I'm just following in my boss's footsteps. Yeah. That's Absolutely. All. Yeah. And so Lenora's like, basically what that mouth do. And Ramanu is very like, put your legs over my horns and I will show you. So there's like, at one point they're like, you can hold on if you want, but she doesn't even get a chance to hold on because she's just like gobsmacked by tongue. And then they put her legs over their horns. She Excellent comes like a freight train. I mean, seriously, the, the only better use of horns I can think of. And we got a taste of both in one scene with the suggestion and then the follow through incredible. And then, mm, then oh, they fuck. Flips them over. Uh, oh, well, yeah, after, after her act. Oh my after, God. Uh, it was the, <laughs> the wildest thing was I was not prepared for. <laughs> um, but all of a sudden there were ribbons. Oh. And, so as she comes, from? she yeah, like, she hits her, 
hand on their horn and the blood that's what she uses for her spell yes all of a sudden there are ribbons and those ribbons take ramanu hostage (gasps) and tie them to the bed magic bondage magic bondage absolutely absolutely (laughs) she's uh she's she what does she tell him she uh, says, um, like, I've got you or something like that. They like, and because they're like, they're like, these are cool ribbons, man. Like neat trick there. <laughs> That's cool. And she's like, yeah, you, you like the way I, I've like got you bound or something like that. And they say, you only have me because I consent to being held. Mm. And like, it was that- so good. It was so good. I had to stop. I needed 10 minutes at least. Honestly, <laughs> to just sit. No, I just stared at a wall for a minute yes. the first time I read those words. Like, nuts. And what I love is that Katie takes the time to allow yes. Lenora to be struck by that too. Mm. And, and she's struck because, like, a lot of her other sexual partners won't give up the power in their play, right? And so she's like, I mean, I can't think of a, another lover who would just consent to like, like not submit, but let me take the lead in this situation. Mm. All of the rest of them would just like figure out a way to shatter the ribbons and take the control back. And she's like, I really like that they're they're letting me, you know, take the lead and play a bit. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice. Love it. Yeah. Okay. I just I love the I love the Ramanu's dedication to making her feel like she's in control. Yes. And this is kind of the starting point of that. I feel like when they realize like, oh, this is really important to her. Like the control is important to her, not because she's weak or feels like she needs it, but right. it's because she constantly feels like it's being taken away from her. Yes. So I feel like they kind of get used to that and try and make sure they're not a, a source of that particular ire yeah of making her feel like oh everybody wants me to be hopeless everybody wants me to be helpless and that's why i that's why i'm alone or that's why mm-hmm. i'm not cut out for a relationship is because i'm not willing to be less than i am and i think that that someone who gets that yeah, other partners want her to be smaller or right, yes. fit something that suits them versus being right. all of herself. Yes. And I think that the other thing that's really important is that Ramanu is very cognizant of the fact that she just trusted. She just had enough trust with a partner to fall asleep with her amulet on. And that was shattered because that partner Mm. took advantage of that and stole her power, literally stole everything that she holds dear and has been in her family for years. Like she just let her guard down and this motherfucker just trashed it. And Ramanu's like, she does this so well, Katie, because it's not like a superpower. Like Ramanu doesn't look at it like a superpower. At one point later on, she's like, stop fucking reading me. Like, stop, stop with the auras and the my emotions and a blah, like stop it. And they're like, 
first of all, I can't. My magic is just as much a part of me as yours is you. And even if I could, I wouldn't. Because yeah. like, I'm not doing anything crazy. You're the one splashing your emotions everywhere. It's just that I'm paying attention. That's all. <laughs> like, I'm just interested in you. Tell her. And Tell her, the Romanu. fact that it's not like something that only they can do is so smart. Because it, it would be... I don't know. It would be so much less impactful if it was just like, well, Ramanu, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's it's just what they do. It's like, no, anybody can do this. They just have to take the time and care. Right. Anyway. And I think it was like, well, because for me, when I started reading it, yeah, I was looking at it like a disability, right? Because this is like, mm. this is your sight. This is mm. your, uh, the sure. way that you see things not the same as everybody else. Right. So yeah, it was so funny because obviously Lenore is not thinking about it that way. Lenore is no. thinking about it as you are in my personal space. Yes. I need to get out. But it was because she was so afraid of somebody actually seeing her. And yeah. I think it was, you're afraid of that now because you've never had it before. Nobody ever. Yeah, they're right. Anybody could do this. If they just stopped for a second and really looked you in the face, they can see right. how stressed you are. Like, it's not, you're not hiding it well. Like, oh, absolutely. So yeah, like, it's not even about his, like, it's not even about, like, uh, Christoph's, um, the impact that he had right. by taking the amulet or even by, you know, Olivia, Jack. It's not even about your exes, the impact that you had of thinking, oh, that's not important. It was just right. the fact that nobody's ever told you before, Lenora, you're freaking right. out. And I want right. to help, but can yeah. you let me? Like, can oh. you let me help? Um, and that's like I mean, the, the, just the fact that they're asking a hundred times. Like, you're just like, please, just please, please, please God, let me please. help. They're they're basically Jerry Maguire. Help me, help you. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So the biggest part of the plan, and we have to get to the next bonkers part because we've already had magical ribbon bondage, okay? But never did I ever on my peculiar taste bingo card think <laughs> that I needed finger me in front of my ex. Um, but wow, did it hit the spot? Oh boy. <laughs> so I they, absolutely needed it. I 100% needed it. And then absolutely. It everybody needs it. We deserve Everybody it. needs okay. it. And like, only Katie knew. I, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to this um, gathering that a bunch of people are at. And the plan is that Jack is going to basically try to pickpocket the amulet from Kristoff. And they're all standing around. And then Kristoff walks in and he's like swaggering and he's just like showing everything off. And Ramanu watches her aura go from like confident to like sickly green. I hate it. There's just so much regret in there and there's so much embarrassment and fucking rage and like betrayal. It's awful. And so then Ramanu looks over at Kristoff and he is a glowing fucking neon emerald because why is he jealous of the seven foot mm. demon that she seems to be leaning yeah, into a little bit? Ooh. And so Raman is like, hey girl, <laughs> he's jealous. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's very silly. 
And Romney's like, no, but for real though. And like, you did say that Jack needed a distraction of some sort. And so like, can I kiss you? Katie, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> I mean, that's not what she meant, but they took full advantage of a kiss. You <sighs> think I'm just going to kiss you? Okay. <sighs> uh, but it was, it was funny because right before... <laughs> Ramanu's like, should I say that he's jealous? Should I add this a little bit more chaos to the situation? Mm -hmm. Like, yes. Yes, I absolutely should. I love that Ramanu is such a chaos monster. It's the best. But at least you're like self-aware of it, right? Like at least you think yeah. first. Should I? Absolutely. Yes, I should. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I, shall. I appreciated it. Absolutely. So my other my other favorite thing is that I when I read this scene, I was like, oh my God, it's the greeting card. Because <laughs> this kiss turns into her up on their waist and they're like holding on to her butt cheeks and it's hot. And it's, I mean, it's, oh, it's just so delicious. And it's exactly what's on the greeting card that came with the Kickstarter. And it just like makes my heart sing. Anyway, they do end up against a wall. Okay. And Ramanu's like, I didn't tell my body to slam her up against a wall. It just sort of happened. And we're like, it's because you're the gift that the world needs, Ramanu. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Ramanu puts their clit right up against, I'm sorry, puts their thumb right up against her clit. I'm so flustered. I was like, the clit is on the wall? What is happening? Ah! And then I don't remember how it happens, but somebody's like, do you mind being fingered? Like he he's coming over here. Do you mind being fingered in front of your ex? And she's like, no, I would love no, I that do. if you don't mind. And so they're like three fingers in all right <gasps> and working that clit as she's like oh hey Kristoff <sighs> and even though Kristoff is being a total douche and being like wow the choices you're making now like the way that you're slumming with this bargainer demon and your desperation and whatever Ramanu can see that he's still just like glowing green with jealousy and hatred and like this is really getting under Kristoff's skin so not at all under Lenora's Lenora is fine Lenora's great absolutely fine I would hope so yeah Yeah. like I was like dude I don't know what you think you're gonna say to her to get her out of food but it's not gonna work (laughs) like at all (laughs) yeah absolutely and (laughs) so Kristoff fucks off because he's just like, I hate it. And Ramanu for the first time is just like, she doesn't want you around get the fuck away from her. And in their inner monologue, they're like, I don't usually go to like cut someone's throat out verbally from the jump, but that's, I guess where I'm at at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And she's basically like, make me come so that we can leave. And boy, do they. Then we find out that the plan does fail. Jack can't get into that threesome that Kristoff is in close enough to get the amulet Mm -hmm. back. You know, like we've all been there, I'm sure. Totally relatable content. (laughs) And as they're all sitting there, Ramanu's like, oh, we got to enter the tournament. That's what we got to do. Yeah, yeah, Because Chris, because there's a fight to the death tournament, maybe, everybody. What? How did I, I didn't know I needed this either, but I desperately did. And 
my other favorite part about this plot device is that it sets up a smaller conflict between them that is still related to the Jerry Maguire, help me help you. Because Romney was like, oh, no worries. I will fight in the ring. I'll get your amulet back. It'll be great. Because a little bit earlier, Ramanu totally threw the deal out the window and they were like, fuck the bargain. You can keep thinking about the bargain, but let's get your amulet back before anything else. And then we can bargain over something else. You know what I mean? If you want to, but they see her aura turns a little blue and like sad because she's thinking about like all the ways that she's just like not right in the world and how like she's such a fuck up and how mm-hmm. trusting is is the wrong move. And Ramanu's just like, I hate that my little witch is sad and I have to make it stop. And so I will get that amulet back no matter what, bargain or no. <laughs> it's the <laughs> sweetest. And like at that point, when they're when they're at the table, we get introduced to Sky, oh, who yeah. is Jack's werewolf girlfriend. Yes. Um, and we find out that Lenora actually broke Sky's spine. Yeah. In, in the tournament. When Lenora was 19, she did win the tournament, though, which yeah. was like the big thing of, oh, she's got this. Like, she can do this just fine. But obviously, there this is a whole different situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And Ramanu's just not willing to leave so much up to chance, which is like the whole thing is they're so worried because the desperation is obviously playing into all of these plans. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and they're like, yeah, this is not a good plan. Like, this is just <laughs> not a good plan. Um, well, and before this, like once so they go back to the hotel and right now the status is I'm going to go get in the ring says Ramanu. And Lenora says, absolutely not. I'm not letting you get hurt on my account. Fuck that. I will fight my own battles. And up until this point, like while, while Kristoff came over, for example, Ramanu had the thought, like, I really want to set this guy down, but my witch can fight her own battles. And I'm just going to be here with finger support. You know, <laughs> and like some handy digits. Wow, yeah. that is the support maybe we all need. <laughs> but they get back to the hotel room, and while okay, the way that she weaves all of this together is just bananas. But basically, Ramanu's like, let me take care of you. And if you play your cards right, I'll let you peg me. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. There's pegging on the table. Like my answer is hell yes all the time. And Ramanu's who's like, no, 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 we, we, you're going to have to earn it a bit. And through this conversation, they find out that the amulet is this, the major source of her family's power. And so since she hasn't had it for two weeks, her magic is faltering. Mm-hmm. So like she is incredibly powerful and they can feel that magic and that power emanating from her, but it's super flickery right now and it's not reliable and like it can fall apart at any moment. And so sure you won the tournament when you were 19, you're not the same witch right now. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be taken into consideration. And you've got a very hot demon willing to kick some ass for you right here he's also afraid that they're going to take the amulet like that they're going to take it and use it as leverage 
to get that that bargain right so there is that secondary thing of i do not want you to get hurt and that becomes more that becomes the leading factor by the end of this conversation but before that it was basically like um i'm not letting you get the amulet because then i still wouldn't have the amulet yeah and now you can dangle it over my head to get seven years just one more person who's taken literally just happened exactly literally just happened so (sighs) yeah ramanu absolutely understands that because this just happened like this is why we're here we wouldn't be here otherwise one of my favorite things that ramanu says in this is like I hate this guy an extra amount because he took he took this trust away from her and I would literally give up one of my horns to have that kind of trust to where she would just fall asleep next to me mm. with you know and give me that kind of vulnerability and think that I deserve her vulnerability is really what it comes down to it's fucking gorgeous. So Listen, Ramanu's like, all right, while we talk about this, let's let's do a little sudsies of your hair. I'm going to wash your hair in the shower. It's going to be incredible. <sighs> and then you do need to earn this pegging. So like you need to go get on the bed and let me do a big massage on you because we are teaching Lenora to let Ramanu care for her. Okay. It's hard. It's it's hard. Absolutely. Yes especially when your guards are made of actual knives. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's especially hard. So she earns it is really what it comes down to. (laughs) TLDR. TLDR. She earns it. Magical pegging. Holy shit. And she says, I've got a strap on spell that I really think you're going to (laughs) enjoy. Of course she does. It's amazing. So she does a little poke on her palm again and a strap on and a harness appears on her hips and it might like do a little wiggle or something. That strap on dick might do a wiggle. And Ramani was like, what's going on there? Like, that's also a neat trick. And she's like, what the fuck is the point of like a witch pegging you if it's not going to be fucking magical? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> Like, what is the point of a witch if we're not doing magic tricks in the bedroom? Yeah, it is a question. Uh, So, all right. Now, they start doing this pegging. And then, oh my God. Up until this point, they've also been really good about making everything very clear in negotiations. Like, you know, she asks, "Are are there any specific terms you want me to use with your body or not use. Like, I don't want to take you out of the moment in any way by just like a careless sentence. And Ramanu's like, I'm not super precious about language. It's totally okay. You know, let's experience this together kind of thing. But she's like, do you want a top or bottom? And they're like, (laughs) bottom for sure. And it's so- Immediately. uh, Immediately. No hesitation whatsoever. Yeah. And she's so careful with them, like throughout this, this whole scene, you know, she's making sure that, that that all of their reactions are the right ones for the moment and going slow at first and and all the, all the good things. Uh, The strap on changes sizes. Like, of course it does. She She pumps it up. (gasps) Then bigger and every, okay. 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 Bigger. And then until it's perfect. Until it's just right. Boy, does 
Boy, does she Goldilocks it for them. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. So, and during this scene, it's really wonderful because Lenora is still trying to fight like the, this is just sex and we Mm. are just, this is just a momentary thing. And Ramanu is like, nah, this is more than just sex because I like you and you like me and we want each other. And that has to be okay because this, this is much more profound than just a fuck and like, say it basically. (laughs) It's very hot. (laughs) (laughs) so the scene is fantastic after Ramanu comes she's like about to you know go wash off or take a nap you know flick her hair a little bit and Ramanu's like oh, I'm pouncing now and then they fuck her and it's just like fucking fantastic and it's it's another one of the ways that I think Katie is setting up the HEA where like you think that you think that it's going to be a one-way street and like there's only there's only one way the power can go mm-hmm. and they just immediately flip it and make it equal again. And it's lovely. Okay, so now they're going to head to the tournament together and she's still hell-bent on getting in the ring and Ramanu's like, put up a shield, put up a fucking <laughs> shield right now. Show me your shield. Oh. And she puts it up and it's got holes the size of thighs in it. Like, it's not good. <laughs> I just laughing because, like, the way you said it is exactly how I heard it in my head. Without, put up your fucking shield right now. Yes. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> and she oh, it's perfect. It's great. And then we're, like, getting to the wire of the actual tournament starting. And Ramanu was like, bind me. And she's like, nope super not into binding other beings in any kind of way, like other than my magical ribbons, those were fun. And Ramanu's like, no, fuck that, bind me. And so you can make sure, you can trust me to give you the amulet Mm -hmm. back. Like this is my way of giving you that trust. And I'm trusting you to release me as soon as the tournament's over. That's that's what we're- trust is sexy. Fuck, man, fuck. So she binds them. They enter the ring. They do just take out the first opponent hard. Just like mm-hmm. this, this. It was good. It was so, <sighs> uh, it was so satisfying. Oh, it was a competence so, boner. Yeah. Oh, like, because Lenore is over here freaked the fuck out. Like they're going to get hurt. It's going to be yeah. my fault. I don't know what I'm going to do. And so Ramanu gets into the ring and is just standing there. The other demon, it's also a demon. Very mm-hmm. large demon, larger Die than giant. Ramanu, of course. Uh, just starts running at them. Just starts just bull- doing a charge. So then, and Ramanu stands there at last minute, just ducks down, impales this large <gasps> demon on their horns, Excellent. and then horns. throws him over the barrier because ah! that's okay. If you throw them over the barrier, that's and it was that easy. Just yeah. seconds, just seconds. One move. And it really felt like for me, like just reading it that way, it felt like for me that they were just doing this easy one to be like, Lenora, don't worry. Yeah. I've got Chill this. Out. Do you see? I can see the worry I in got your aura. It. Exactly. So it was perfect. It was it was absolutely perfect. I mean, and and they don't need to be an aura seer to see that because she's literally like, come back to me. Yes. You have oh, to come yeah. back to me. And it is the best. 
So then the next, the very, I fucking love Katie. The very next one is like, Kristoff, it's time. <laughs> don't take yeah, They were just watching fights. Battle. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> want yeah, Kristen. just watching, waiting. Because that's what we came for. Yeah. The grand finale. So, they like they're like circling each other and she's like oh Christoph watched the last fight and he's too smart to charge at Ramanu and like I hate it and so like there's there's barely like a twitch that happens on Christoph's side and he sends out this fucking inferno (sighs) that would just incinerate Ramanu if they were still standing there, but Jenny, they're too quick. They're yes, too they agile. Frankly, they too started hot. and never stopped. Never yeah. stopped oh, there. Because the next thing we know is just punch after punch after punch after punch after punch. Punch after punch after kick after kick. And like the the crazy thing and the thing that Ramanu with the thing that's been the wrinkle the whole time is that the amulet that he's wearing makes it so that he cannot be hurt by magic or poison or something like that. Mm. So Ramanu yeah, is literally Karate. going in there with brute strength and that's it. Mm. So Hot. the thing that Ramanu is punching and kicking down is this magical shield that Kristoff has put up. Mm. Remember, they want to kill him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whenever Kristoff is about to go out of the boundary, like it would have been over. Like they would have mm-hmm. just called it. Yeah. Ramanu trips him back into the center of the ring because he's like no you are not going not to get out of this alive yet. i already made my decision you are a dead man yes. so then oh, they go right back so into hot. it and continue beating the shit out of him and it was like it's funny what i loved was this image because at one point it it's like christoph goes digging into his pockets for uh spell ingredients yeah well Ramanu is still beating the shit out of him. So I'm just picturing behind this little shield, he's like, oh, oh, oh no, oh, what? what do I do? I gotta get what in my pockets. <laughs> just a huge demon <laughs> beating the shit out of this shield <laughs> until it finally just pops. Yeah. And, it's like, and then well, that's, that's it. That's the end of that. And then Ramanu decapitates him. Yeah. Over, done. One blow fucking decapitates Boom. him picks up the amulet and just saunters out of the fucking ring. <laughs> and Lenora just spontaneously orgasms. I mean, yes, I think so too. I think that one was left out. It's, and she's but a like mere mortal. Competence boner to competence orgasm. Like absolutely. It's absolutely. But now is when it gets super fucking HEA sweet. And I like, I feel like only Katie could do this, this quickly and this well all at the same time because it's goddamn perfect. So Ramanu comes out and tries to hand the amulet to Lenora and she stops them. She like puts her hands over their hands and she's like, I want to make a bargain with you. (gasps) And they're like, whoa, uh, mm, that sounds wrong. Like that doesn't seem I already got it back for you. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm asking, you still have the amulet. I'm telling you, I want to give you seven years for my amulet. And they're like, uh, let's walk the adrenaline off before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like, yeah, we're going to go get something to eat. Then we're going to go back to the room. And if by that time you still feel that way, mm-hmm. we will look at the contract again. Yeah. But like yeah. they're okay. dead set on no, I, I just want you to be happy and, and mm. comfortable. And I want to be with you. 
And she literally says, Ramanu, I don't know if we have a future, but I think seven years is enough to find out. Yeah. And they're like, I really think it is. And so she goes to unbind them. And they're like, no, no, stop. You're going to go into a bargain with me. But if I'm still bound, then we're equal. Mm. I have just as much power over you as you have over me. And so we can actually make a go of this. Katie, how does she do it? Ah! I don't know. That's why I had 70 questions about, because I'm thinking about it. Like when I'm reading the ending, I'm thinking about like, if anybody else had written this in any other genre, the way you would feel like this is too quick like it it all wrapped up Mm. the thing is katie really knows her readers and her audience because you realize by the time we got to that moment where ramanu was like put up your shield right now and you get to that point and and then they get in the ring and then win the first fight by that point after Lenora grabs their hand and is like, come back to me, please. Yeah. You just want the happy ending. Like, you don't need, I don't care about Kristoff anymore. Just kill him. Like, just <laughs> so right. get it over with. I don't want a Hold long fight. Uh, yeah, I don't want it to last 20 pages. I don't, nope. I do not care. I want him dead because I want to see them together again. Yep. And I think that was like, the thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Katie goes in there and knows exactly what needs to be done so that everything is fulfilling everything is satisfying yeah the reason that it's so satisfying and it doesn't feel too fast is because she manages to answer every one of my questions Questions. yes like that's it she set up the power imbalance and then she fucking fixes it boom done and it's the same thing with the uh because like the like the demon binding never mentioned in the rest of the book Again, if anybody else had written it any other genre, I'd have been like, what is this? But, and I think I kind of did the same thing in Seeing Me to Sleep, but I talked a little bit more because I'm an overthinker. (laughs) But Katie did, basically, she made sure this binding was, in fact, the last possible resort to the point where we don't even bring it up unless we absolutely had to. Like, it was so last resort that you didn't even meant it wasn't an option. It wasn't an option for Lenora, and it wasn't an option for Ramanu until they realized, oh fuck, I'm in love with her. I need to give her an out. And this is the only card I have left to play. So if I love her, I will play that card and she will fucking hate it because she likes me too. So (gasps) we have to do it. Like it's the only possible thing that we can do here. Yeah, and And it's the ultimate like, you can trust me because I am yes. trusting you with my yeah. whole Exactly. Being. Which was oh. the last, when, when they went back to the room and they had that last, that's when Lenora realized, wait, they didn't do that because they wanted a bargain because then they could have just taken the amulet. They yeah. realized that I was useless to my own situation. Not yeah. because she's not powerful, but because her magic wasn't there. Like, Right. The fact of the matter was Kristoff played the entire game perfectly. That's just what happened. Mm, and the absolutely. only way out was that trust between uh, her and Ramanu. Yeah. And they found it at the last possible minute, which like, 
come on nobody that, could have pulled that you off you have to trust then, you have to trust is like asking exactly. a lot when exactly. often in that situation the other character isn't putting something equal on the line absolutely right. so it's also like, yes the biggest thing in other romances is you don't ever feel like it's exactly even mm. you want it to the author means for it to mm. it doesn't always work out that way it always right. feels like somebody just didn't do quite the same amount in mm. this book it was exactly equal it was very satisfying huh. and the way that katie put all of that in at the perfect time like i'm if she would have if, if ramanu would have said hey bind me the night before i would have been like no like no lenora would have vanquished them back Absolutely. to play because it's like no we're not doing that but you did it at the last possible second where That's it was just so like astute. damn smack her hand on top of their horn again and then just had to do it within seconds of the match starting like uh -huh. that's it you had no choice so it was basically just the timing was so perfect god you're right it would not have worked any other way so yeah. thank you katie so much for that because that really was Just thank you magical. katie for everything yeah thank you katie really? thank you perfect like, and more than anything down. it was fucking bonkers emotionally <laughs> it was bonkers sexually it was bonkers in all the ways i need it to be and like i fucking bow down man this is why this is why she's hall of fame you know yeah. what i mean yeah <laughs> RM, thank you so, so much for joining us. Oh, you're the person I would want to talk to about yeah. this book. Wow. And if anybody hasn't read Sing Me to Sleep yet, that would be have to. totally very different, but scratches no. some of those same itches. Yeah. I mean, demons, demons, and actually, yeah, like the demons. ideas of trust and like, yes. like someone who has been hurt before and had that trust mm -hmm. violated and like having to trust this character that you traditionally would think yeah it actually is really there's no a lot it's of the perfect over. aftercare yeah yeah and a revenge yeah, go read, story sing me they're all revenge stories yeah. that's really and there's a revenge story Fuck yeah, god i love it oh yeah but yeah, oh that God. was definitely amazing. Thank you so much, Katie, for getting me out of my romance slump. Ooh. I want to tell Katie personally, what I wanted to tell her was, I was reading a T. Kingfisher novel this week. Mm -hmm. And obviously we both really love T. Kingfisher. I could yeah. not even go back to it. Aww. I had to finish this book because Aww. it was that good. I, I let it. my library... Uh, the I took it out of the library and I had to let it lapse because I was like, wow, that's, oh, a, that's a high honor. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I'll probably just go back now and read the other uh, deal yeah. with the DVD books because yeah. I mean, the world was amazing. The, the characters, amazing. Just fantastic work again. Mm -hmm. Fantastic work. Thank you for listening. If you want more of Jenny, Katie, and I, head over to bonkersromance.com slash temple and sign up for the Temple of Defiant Joy at any level. It's just like Patreon, except we built it ourselves. We've got recaps of shows like Bonding, 
Katie is recapping Fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. We talk to a bunch of authors. We get recs for you. It's, it's super fun. If you want to help people find the show, give us a five-star rating and a quick one-sentence review wherever you're listening right now. You can also follow our shenanigans on social media. We are at Bonkers Romance everywhere. Now, go enjoy your next Bonkers read and remember, keep your amulets close. <laughs>